Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 13, Episode 110. From Center, Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and hard-driving co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do, and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on catching sheep and moving groups. Our topics for this week are approaching and catching sheep moving groups of sheep, and handling methods for sheep. Sheep became domesticated in Mesopotamia about 10,000 years ago. They were originally kept as sources of meat, milk, and skin. Later, they were selectively bred for their ability to grow wool. Sheep are also important symbols in religion. They were part of the Greek mythology, as the sheep with a golden fleece, the symbol of kingship. Ares, the ram, was the first sign of the Greek zodiac. Sheep were sacrificed in religious ceremonies by Greeks, Romans, and Hebrews. Several sheep-related terms are used in Christianity, such as flocks, shepherds, pastors, and sacrificial lamb of God. Domesticated sheep are not native to the Americas. They were brought to the Western Hemisphere by Caribbean islands by Christopher Columbus's second voyage in 1493, to Mexico in 1519 by Hernan Cortes, and to the southwest of what is now the U.S. by Francisco Vasquez de Coronado in 1540. The British brought sheep to Virginia in the early 1600s. Adult, sexually intact male sheep are called rams. Castrated males are weathers. Females are ewes, and young sheep are lambs. To catch an individual sheep, it's necessary to herd the desired individual with a flock, also called a mob, into a small catch pen with 10 to 15 other sheep. Temporary corrals can be created using welded wire at least 40 inches high and steel T-posts or similar fencing. Herding flocks into a pen can be facilitated by a properly trained herding breed dog. Once the flock is in the pen, the handler should quietly approach the desired sheep straight from behind, staying in their blind spot. The capture is done by placing one arm under the sheep's neck and the other arm behind the rump. If needed, the sheep can be briefly immobilized by grasping a thigh just above the stifle. This may give enough time to get the other hand behind the jaws. Handlers should never grab or pull the wool. 
If 90-degree corners are present in the pen, the handler can move the desired sheep toward a corner. Cornered sheep will face the handler, who grasps its head and neck with both hands, and moves the sheep's front end to the side. The sheep will try to move forward, and the handler will grasp the loose skin of both flanks to slow or stop it, and then the handler grasps the neck and the rump. Shepherd crooks are either neck, which are four fingers wide at the bend, or for the hock, less than two inches wide at the bend. Neck crooks are safer for sheep, but leg crooks can be useful for horned sheep. Leg crooks have the potential of injuring the legs if used roughly or if the sheep strongly resists. Sheep handling equipment is commercially available that are reduced sized versions of the equipment used on cattle. Basic handling equipment for sheep includes a collecting pin, crowding pin, alleyway, and sorting pins. Gates should be drop down gates. Optional equipment includes a sheep tilt table, squeeze chute with head gate, elevated platform, scales, foot troughs, dipping tanks, and loading ramp. The collecting pen should provide four to six square feet per sheep. The crowning pen should have an eight foot radius. The alleyway should be up to 28 inches wide and at least eight feet long and three feet high with sloping sides that adjust to different size sheep. Higher alleyway sides may be needed for taller breeds. Alleyways are used for individual treatment and sorting. Alleyways should have solid sides, but with a four inch gap at the bottom to allow air circulation from underneath. A squeeze chute tilt table is helpful in trimming hooves, checking fertility of rams, and performing multiple procedures on one sheep. Because of their thick wool, sheep are better treated for external parasites using dip tanks than with sprays or porons. The alleyway to the dip tank should be curved. Dip tanks should be 12 foot long on the top and 6 foot long at the level bottom. The other 6 feet are cleated slopes. It should be 2 feet wide at the top and 1 foot wide at the bottom and 6 feet deep. Dipping is best done one week after shearing in the spring. Just two sheep are driven in at a time. Young lambs do not need to be sheared first, and lambs under a month of age should not be dipped. A three-foot alleyway can be used to pack groups of sheep facing the same direction. One handler packs a group with his legs and vaccinates, trenches, or ear tags one sheep at a time then pushes the finished ones behind him, gradually working through the whole group. Adult rams cannot be included since they become aggressive after being turned back behind the handler. The group can be cleared out of a packed alleyway by a herding dog trained to back sheep. To back sheep, the dog jumps on the sheep's back and moves toward the front of the group, jumps down and turns the sheep and heads them out of the alleyway.
Leading sheep can move sheep a short distance by enticing them to follow a handler who provides an opportunity for the sheep to eat a small amount of grain along the way. A ewe with a newborn lamb can be moved by a handler carrying the lamb near the ground no more than a foot high, and the ewe will follow. Capturing the lead ewe of a flock and moving or leading her will result in the rest of the flock following. A bellwether, that's a leading sheep with a bell on a collar, or a Judas goat can be trained to follow the handler and lead sheep. Herding sheep is achieved by using flight zones and balance points as with herding cattle. Unlike cattle, sheep do not stop and turn nor attempt to fight. If a sheep briefly strays from the flock, keeping the flock together will result in the stray sheep returning. Sheep should be taught to herd in directions dictated by the handler. Teaching sessions in a small pen with at least six sheep consists of moving them around the pen at a walk and occasionally stopping them in a corner to rest. Practice sessions should be about 20 minutes for at least three consecutive days. Repeat herding exercises should be done once per month. Herding sheep can be done very effectively by a well-trained herding dog. Herding dogs and gardening dogs can be of great help to shepherds of sheep, but in different ways. A herding dog is not a guardian dog or vice versa. Herding dogs are usually moderate size, 30 to 50 pound, intense workaholic athletes. Guardian dogs are large breeds, often exceeding 100 pounds. Guardians like to rest near flocks and watch the sheep during the day. Although they are protective and should become aggressive with possible predators, guardian dogs are effective for goat herds, but goats who do not flock together endanger like sheep and cannot be herded by dogs as effectively as sheep. Herding dogs differ considerably and can be categorized as gathering, tending, and driving dogs. The gathering breeds are border collies, kelpies, Australian Shepherds, Collies, and Bearded Collies. Border Collies and Kelpies dominate in sheep gathering competition. A group of three sheep will scatter if overpressured by handlers or herding dogs, but a group of four or more will usually not separate when herded. Herding dog trials use three to six sheep to better evaluate the dog's technique. The tending breeds include Belgian Sheepdogs, Belgian Tavernes, Bovier de Flanders, Biards, German Shepherd Dogs, and Pulleys. These were originally bred with the intent to have them patrol the perimeters of a flock and keep sheep in a particular grazing area. The driving breeds are Rottweilers, Welsh Corgis, Old English Sheepdogs, and Australian Cattle Dogs. They were originally used on sheep to drive them to market and assist in moving sheep to stockyards. Sheep can be moved and sorted by herding into a small pen and using four-foot portable sorting panels. Groups of three to four sheep should be sorted at a time. Sorting individual sheep will cause sheep to panic. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. 
Sheep can be led short distances by handlers with food lures, lead, ewes, or Judas goats. Herding breeds of dogs are subdivided into those that gather, tend, or drive sheep. Neck crooks are better than leg crooks for catching sheep without horns. Dip tanks are better for treating sheep for external parasites than spray or pour on parasiticides. Evie says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be done under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week. We'll talk about restraint of sheep. Hey, Abby, do you like to use a crook to capture sheep? Yeah, I guess the ransom the crook asked for has to be taken into account. <laughs> <laughs>